Hi, welcome to this podcast with Blue Lotus Yoga and me, Jill Amerson. So this podcast is part of our series of about structural alignment and we're working with the knees in this particular class that was recorded live this week in January. And so there is a portion of the class, about two thirds, three quarters of the way in, where I do a little partner work in the class. But don't worry, if you're at home practicing solo, you can still do this exercise to strengthen the stabilizing muscles around your knees by using a wall and a chunky yoga block. So please root out your block and grab that to hand. And when in the class I suggest that we come into twos, to practice warrior two together, you're gonna take yourself off to some wall space and you set up with your front toes pointing towards the wall, your knee right over your ankle, and then you take your chunky yoga block and you place it in between your shin bone and the wall. So the skinny side of your chunky block will be in front of the middle of your shin, not near your kneecap, please. And the other skinny end of your block is going to be on the wall. So the length of the block will be the space between your shin and the wall. And then in class, we use our partner's hand to press into. If you're practicing solo at home right now, you're gonna use the resistance of the wall and the block so that you'll still find the firing of the gastroc on the back of your calf. And then the calf muscle is supporting the knee in the same way that we're doing in class, only with a friend instead of a block and a wall. So I hope that's really helpful for you. I hope you find great stability and support through your knees through this practice. And please do send me some feedback. You can of course leave it on the Podbean page if you're practicing from there or stick me out on social media, yoga jilly at Instagram or you can find me on Facebook, Blue Lotus Yoga with Jill Amerson and friend me there or leave me some feedback about the podcast. Always really appreciated. Hope you enjoy. muscles on the back and the front to also play a part 
in creating knee stability. And I think there's about 23 different injuries you can have in your knee, 23 different ones. So it just goes to show how complex a joint this is actually. And I'm sure those of you who have knee sensitivity can attest to the fact that when you know you do have something going on in your knee, it's tremendously frustrating and downright painful a lot of the time. So tonight what we're gonna do is look at ways to really mobilize, first of all, to release any tightness that stops the muscles doing their job of securing the knee. And then we're gonna look at good alignment through the feet and tracking the knees in a nice, healthy way. And then we're gonna look at firing the muscles to do their job and hold the knee in that really structurally sound position. So that's where we're going, okay? So let's start by taking a comfortable seat. We'll just drop in with a little bit of centering. So if anybody, particularly my sensitive knee friends, would like to straddle a bolster and sit this way, then um, I can lay some out. Thank you. Thank you. Back way, does anyone need a bolster? Okay. So if you're not using a bolster, of course, using some elevation underneath your seat, Wiggling to the edge, letting your pelvis tip forwards so that your lower back can draw in and your front body draws slightly back to support the back body. Take a moment to wiggle around, adjust your clothing until you can find steadiness in your base. And if it is that your knees are higher than your hips, and we'll get into this a lot next week actually when we come up to the hips, but if the knees are higher, it's very difficult to create that curve in your lower back and maintain the natural structure of the spine. And so what tends to happen is then we tuck the tail under, we round the back, restrain the lower back muscles. So it's important that the knees, the weight of the knees is going down no higher than your hips. So get some more elevation underneath you, <laughs> block or blanket if your knees are higher than your hips or take a bolster and put yourself up a bit, bit higher. Let your hands rest onto your lap, palms face down. Close your eyes or soften your gaze. And as you feel down into your foundation, even out the weight side to side, make any adjustments to your clothing or your posture. And notice if you are tucking your tail under and getting a little bit slumpy. Can you move your pubic bone forwards and down and lift the back ribs up away from the top of your pelvis? Notice if you're pitching your weight forwards. And if that's happening for you, draw the sides of your waist and the sides of your throat slightly back into space so that your center of your ears are right over the center of your sitting bones. Let the space be tall between the tail and the crown. Let your collarbones be broad and the outer arms reaching to the sides of the room. The armpits soften down towards the floor. As we rest into this form, start to create awareness of all of the sensations in your physical body. Notice the places that might be calling out for your awareness and attention, where there's sensitivity or tenderness. And then notice all the places that feel really comfy and really easeful. Begin to notice how your breath is moving through you. And notice if the breath is smooth and steady or a little bit jittery or jumpy. Notice if there's space between your thoughts or if the mind is racing from thought to thought. And nothing is right or wrong or good or bad. You don't have to fix anything. Just simply become aware of all the sensations.
as you rest into your breath in that way, start to trace the breath up and down the spine. As you breathe in from your tail all the way to the crown of the head, feel as though you're breathing in the stabilizing, strengthening earth energy all the way from your roots to the crown of your head and beyond. As you exhale, empty all the way down from the crown down to the tail, really allowing yourself to soften and rest into steady, clear presence. Breathing in vital energy rising from earth to sky and breathing out, dropping into steady presence from sky to earth. Just one more breath in that way, breathing in and all the way out and down, resting in steady foundation. Bring the hands in front of the heart and as we join our palms together and bow inwards, we bow in with great gratitude for the whole of our vessel, for the whole of our physical form. So often we only reside in what we're not able to do physically. So just having great gratitude for all that you can do and everything that you are connecting fully with all parts of the self. Gently blink open your eyes, release your hands down, and let's extend the legs out front. And if you want some extra support, feel free to sit with your back to the wall if you like, or you can keep your legs straight out and just take your fingertips just behind you, so your arms are like a bit of scaffolding. Alison, you can move away from the wall if you like now, if you want to. Let your legs just stretch out in front. And initially, let's just look at the legs. Let your legs kind of relax. Look at the position of your feet. Are your toes pointing straight to the sky? Or are they rolling in? It might be different for one foot than the other. Look at your kneecaps. Are your kneecaps kind of parallel to the sky? Or is one rolling in or rolling out? Do the legs kind of look the same shape or is one more muscular and toned than the other? So just getting used to, to what, we, what we are working with in our bodies and reminding ourselves of the four corners of our feet. Big toe mound, baby toe mound, either side of the heel. So let's spread the toes, dig the heels down, stretch those four corners and point the second toes straight up to the sky. Then we can feel the arches of the feet. Remember, three arches, outer heel to baby toe, baby toe to big toe, big toe to inner heel. And then right in the heart of the palm, we have, uh, heart of the palm, heart of the foot even, we have Tala Hiradaya, that kind of mama energetic portal that um, is in the heart of the foot. So we want the four corners to root and the heart to draw up the earth energy. Let's just have a look at our legs now. We've got the muscles supporting our legs on the calves, the front muscles, the quadricep muscles, the four muscles on the front of the thigh, the hamstring muscles, the three muscles on the back of the thigh, and then we've got another band of fascia and muscle that comes down the out, from the outer hip towards the outer knee that we call the IT band. And all of these play a part in the stability of, of the knee joint. So first of all, let's just get a little bit of mobilization around the knees. Take your index finger and your thumb, like little crab pincers, and take them either side of your kneecap, of the patella, that little bit of bone at the front of the knee that helps us with the leverage of the hinge joint of the knee. And then just wiggle it a little bit side to side. You don't need to apply a, bit, a lot of force, but if your legs are relaxed, You'll feel the patella moving side to side like that. Can everybody feel that? Yes, I know it makes a bit crazy. People going, oh yes, I can feel it. It's maybe make you cringe a little bit. But the patella does a job that really helps us to keep the knee aligned. 
And so it's got these kind of little grooves that it slides along. And, and if, it, uh, if it's kind of pulled out of those grooves, not so great for the health of the knee, obviously. So, so it can move a little bit, but you can see it's not very much at all. So we don't want to ever kind of stress and strain that, um, that amount of movement. Let's relax that now and grab hold of your blanket and then roll it up into a little mini bolster and pop it underneath the backs of your knees. Again, feet about hips distance, resting on your heels. You can use your arms like scaffolding. And we're going to point and flex through the ankles. So just as we did last week, Pointing and we'll give the toes a little scrunch, not so much that you cause yourself some cramp. And then flex the ankles, toes point back towards you, spread out the four corners of your feet. And point, a little scrunch, flex and spread. And just keep going with that. And you can probably feel, everybody feel the back of their calf muscle firing a little bit. Maybe you can feel the front of your quadriceps on the front of your thigh operating a little bit. Maybe even the hamstrings, like the little pulleys on the back of the thighs. So everything coming from the feet, just as we discovered in our practice last week. Let's relax the legs for a moment. And we're going to seek out one of the quadriceps that does a very important job of helping to track and align the knee. Oh, is everybody <laughs> looking at the snow? <laughs> snow. Um, so we're going to find this muscle. It's called the vastus medialis. So from the inside of your knee, come up about an inch. So from the inside of the knee, come up towards your groin about an inch. And then come in about an inch and a half. It obviously depends on the width of your, your thigh. Then we're going to engage the thigh muscles. So dig your heel down, spread your toes, energetically drag the heel towards you and you'll feel your thigh muscles engage. Everybody feel that? And where your finger is, there's like a little teardrop or a little dimple. Can everybody feel that? And if your trousers are dark like mine, you can't really see it, but you can feel it. It's like you have the patella here and then you'll feel like the muscle goes kind of like that as it comes up like this. So I'll maybe stand up and it's difficult to show you on somebody else's body, uh, especially in this form. But you're feeling about here. So as you lift, this will lift up and you'll feel like a little indentation there. Can everybody feel that? That is the vastus medialis. And that muscle is really key for helping us track our knee safely. And getting a strong vastus medialis, if you can't feel it, then you're probably a bit weaker in that area. So I would suggest that what we do tonight is a really good practice for you to strengthen that muscle. So we're going to keep our eye on that muscle a little bit later on. So for now, let's start to strengthen around the knee a little bit. And then we're going to stretch out the um, density of the um, IT band on the outer hips. So let's come back onto our forearms. Elbows underneath the shoulders, resting on your forearms, so you're kind of semi-supine, semi-supported. Knees bent, soles of the feet on the floor, about hips distance apart or slightly wider. Let's pick up our right heel, place it onto the top of the left knee. Flex your right ankle and spread the big toe and baby toe mound evenly away. So in other words, one side of the ankle isn't overdoing it and the other side looking all wrinkly. We've got even distribution through the corners of the feet. Spin the right thigh away from you a little bit, no strain on the knee though. And then with your right heel, start to draw your left knee in towards the midline of your mat. And it's going to come across about, uh, you know, 30, 40 degrees, not too far. The weight on your left foot is rolling now from the baby toe side to the big toe side. As you anchor your right heel down, feel like you're trying to resist with your left knee. So pull it up away from the floor. And that's going to strengthen the ligaments around your knee. Now, if we've got sensitive knees, we might want to stay there. 
if there's sometimes in this form it can kind of irritate your neck a bit so if you want to lie flat then do that's fine if there's sensitivity in your knee stay there if there's no sensitivity in your knees you're going to carry on with that twist so the left knee continues to roll in we use the right heel like a little paperweight anchoring the left knee down towards the ground and we start to lengthen the left knee away from the left armpit and that creates space down the outer left hip and the left side of the waist. Great. And just opening the side body, the IT band can get very dense and uh, sometimes it uh, takes a little bit of work to break it down. So at the end of your next exhalation, bring the leg back up to centre. And let's switch to the other side. So you can stay down flat on your back if that's better for your neck, or prop yourself up on your forearms, whatever works. And we're going to bring the left heel on top of the right knee. Flex the ankle, making sure we do that before we spin the thigh away. And then as we slightly draw the right knee in towards the midline of the mat. The weight rolls from the baby toe towards the big toe. We draw it in. So we're drawing the right knee towards the windows. That's it, towards your left. About 30 degrees or so. And then we resist with the right knee. We try to pull it up away from the floor energetically. And that will help to strengthen the ligaments. And that may well be enough for you, particularly if your knees are sensitive. You can stay right there. If there's any irritation, you back off a little bit. Don't go quite as far into the twist. If it's feeling comfy and there's no sensation in your knees, you can continue allowing that twist to continue. So the right knee comes more towards the floor. And the arms can go wide like aeroplane wings or cactus arms, keep the shoulders heavy and soft and grounded. Good. And breathing in and out of your nose, just a nice even steady rhythm, no particular way to breathe. But knowing that when we notice the breath has gone a little bit jittery, or we're holding our breath, then it's probably a sign that our body is feeling some kind of stress or strain. So no to back off if as and when that happens. Let's release that stretch and strengthen for the ligaments around the knee. Bring the knees back up. Place the soles of your feet down onto the mat. Heels in front of your sitting bones. The arms alongside the body with the backs of your hands on the floor, palms up to the sky, if that's okay in your shoulders. So I'd like for you to try not to grip the floor. Let your head be resting on the ground with a natural curve in the back of your neck. Press down into the four corners of your feet. So let's lift all ten toes and really feel the four corners of your feet. So the big toe mounds pressing down, the baby toe mounds are pressing, and either side of your heels. Keep that action and tilt your pelvis so there's more weight in your tailbone and a little arch in your lower back. Keep that, press into the four corners of your feet and start to lift your pelvis up away from the floor without undoing that arch of your lower back. So the tendency is here that as soon as the bottom lifts, we'll tuck the tail, thrust the pubic bone to the sky and then the glutes in your bottom get really fired. So we're trying to switch the glutes off. So keep that tilt in your pelvis and literally let your sit bones hang like they're in a little hammock. So there's no glute action. You might even take a finger and prod your bottom and make sure that they're nice and soft, not bones of steel here. Okay, so make sure they're nice and soft. And the reason we're doing this is we're trying to relax the quadratus lumborum, one of the lower back muscles, and if this is very tight, it has an impact on the positioning of the pelvis that then has an impact on what happens in the thigh muscles 
that then has an impact of what happens underneath. So we're trying to release the lower back in order to send this ripple of release so that we can really track the knees in a very healthy way. Please lower your back down to the floor and hug your knees into your chest. Rock and roll a little bit on your back in any way that feels nice for you. Circling, swaying, side to side, forwards, back, whatever feels nice. And depending on how much juice you've got in the tank tonight, you can rock yourself up and come onto all fours, or just roll to one side, press the ground away, and then we all meet in a tabletop position. Please do grab some extra padding for your knees if you need it there. And we're going to start with the hands underneath the shoulders, the middle fingers pointing forwards, equal distance between your fingers, and slightly grabbing the floor through the finger pads and the first knuckles. Firm your forearms in, press the ground away. Knees underneath hips, and the toes point straight back to the wall behind you. So you might want to look between your knees or swish your head to one side and make sure that your heels aren't flopping out to the side and your toes turning in. The big toes are pointing straight back and we fan the baby toes out and wide. Press the tops of your feet down into the floor. Great, and this will help to fire the hamstrings a little bit. Breathe in, get long from your tail to your crown, lead with the heart forwards. As you exhale, tuck your toes, round the spine, breathe the belly back. Breathe in, point, press down, take the groins back and wide, the heart forwards. Breathe out, tuck toes and round the spine. Let's take three more like that. Breathing in, point and lead with the heart forwards. Breathing out, tuck toes round like a cat. Breathing in. And out. And last one, in your own time, in your own rhythm. Keep the toes tucked and as you breathe in, bring the heart forwards back to a neutral spine. With your toes tucked, rock your hips slightly back towards your heels. Ground your hands, grab the, the earth and firm your forearms in. Lift your knees, lift your sit bones high to the sky into an upside down shape V into downward facing dog. Soften your knees a little bit towards the floor and let the sides of your sit bones up to the sky. Look at your feet and you're on the balls of your feet, not your tiptoes. So you're on the balls, not the tiptoes. And as you look at your heels, make sure your heels aren't spinning in or out. The heels are reaching back towards the horizon of your mat. Press the weight from big toes to outer heel and send the outer heels back and down. Spiral the inner thighs in without spinning your kneecaps in. <laughs> so just feel like you're trying to spin the top of the thigh bones. Rise up onto the balls of your feet and walk your feet forwards towards your hands. Great. <laughs> Hands to feet will also work too, so whatever is easier for you. And then bend your knees and check that your feet are two fists distance apart. So you might want to even get your fists and place them in between the edges, sides of your big toes. And then release the hands, arms wide to the side, drop your seat down, look forwards, press into the four corners of your feet, breathe the belly back. Inhale, press the ground away, hinge from the hips, arms to the sky, and exhale, hands down the midline in front of the heart. Great. Let's release the arms down. And we're gonna do our homework from last week. So, checking in. 
with your feet. Your feet are going to stay that two fist distance apart. Rolling up my little leg warmer so you can see my ankles. And I'd like you to line up kind of your second toe with that little indentation at the front of your ankle. You'll feel two bones at the front of your ankle. Line up your second toe into that little groove. So your feet are symmetrical and your toes are pointing forwards. Okay, and then you can come up to stand. Bring your gaze so that it's focusing on the horizon or something that's not moving in front of you. Let your shoulders relax, your arms soften down by your sides. A nice soft gaze. And bring awareness down to your feet. Lift all ten toes and feel the four corners of your feet. Big toe mounds, baby toe mounds, either side of the back of your heel, even out the weight, heel to ball. So we'll stretch it, strengthening the arches of the feet now. Lower just the big toes, just the big toes. <laughs> they may go solo, they may take friends. So just do your best. Good. Lift the big toes, lower baby toes only, just baby toes. And again, one foot may well be just like gold star people, other side not being a bit rebellious. Let's lift the baby toes, and then let's lower baby toes and big toes. Great. You can probably feel the muscles in your feet working a little bit. Feel the middle three toes lifting up and lengthening forwards. Great. And then release the toes all the, all the way down to the floor. Great. Good. You might want to just move your feet a little bit or have a little walk about. Because sometimes, particularly I notice, like I was describing my kind of slightly collapsed left arch last week. And I don't really notice when I do that exercise, and I do it pretty much daily, but I notice that my left side always is that much weaker than my right. And so I really feel it, like feel my muscles working hard when I do that. So just releasing any kind of gripping and holding through the muscle tone. And then we're going to do another exercise now. Remember that muscle we were looking for earlier on the inner, kind of in the inner knee and upper bit into the, into the thigh, the bustus medialis. So we're going to use strengthen that muscle now to help us track the knee with the, um, the foundation of the feet. And this also will strengthen the arches of the feet as well. So options are, you can do this in the center of the room or you can do it against the wall. So what's going to happen in a second, and if we're doing it at the wall, will be like this. Fingertips about shoulder height and arms length away from the wall. Feet are still at two, fist different, um, two fists distance, even, away from each other. And then we're going to rise up onto the balls of the feet. And as we do that, I'm trying not to take the weight to the baby toe side of my feet. I'm going to try and keep the weight on the big toe mounds and the inner heels moving like little magnets towards each other. So they're not swiveling but they're just not flopping out. And then we bend the knee just a little bit, we keep it tracking towards the toes, and then we straighten. So we bend and straighten, avoiding the wobbling through the ankle. Because as soon as we start to shift the weight around the feet, the knee is totally unsupported. So by doing this in a very clear way, we strengthen the feet, and we strengthen vastus medialis to keep our knees tracking, okay? So we can do that in the center of the room, like this, or we can use wall space, your choice. <laughs> so if you're opting for wall, so make sure you're not kind of leaning, like sticking your bottom out, your heels way back. The heels, kind of the feet right underneath the shoulders, hands at shoulder height, onto tented fingers, so you're just not gripping the wall, you're just using it as a little bit of support. Great, if you're in the center of the room, two fist distance between your feet for everyone. Center of the room, friends, arms up to shoulder height. Let's turn our palms up to the sky and relax the armpits down. And the elbows don't have to be rigid, they can just be a little soft. 
fingers a little bit soft too. Everyone eye steady, soft gaze. Please rise up onto the balls of your feet and distribute the weight evenly. Big toe to baby toe, but we want a little bit more energy into the big toe mounds. Make sure your heels aren't swiveling out. Bend your knees just a fraction, not much. Try not to shift the weight through the balls of your feet. And then straighten your leg. And we're gonna go up and down a few times. So micro bend your knees, doesn't have to be a big dip. We're just trying to focus on not letting the weight move across the balls of the feet and not letting the heels swivel in and out. So going up and down a few times, but we're staying on the balls of the feet. We're not lowering the heels to the floor. Great. Feel your knees going straight forwards. So we're avoiding really kind of um, waggling the feet around. And then you can lower your heels down. Ooh, I could feel the concentration. <laughs> Everybody feel that working. Maybe you could feel it in the muscles of your feet. Could maybe feel it in your quads a bit. And, and this is the muscle that we're working right here. And actually, if you follow me on uh, Facebook, uh, tomorrow morning there'll be a great article that really shows very clearly where the vastus medialis is tomorrow morning. If you're, if you're not getting it right now. But just know that we've started to strengthen it and that's a good thing for the health of our knees. So <clears throat> let's come to the top of our mat now. And we're gonna be taking a big lunging step back in a moment and lowering the knee to the floor. So you might wanna have your yoga blanket in reaching distance as a little knee pad. So do grab it if you think you might need some extra comfort. Then come up, stand at the top of your mat, your feet hips distance apart. Again, second toe lined up with the groove at the front of your ankle. Let's find the four corners of the feet, press down and equally draw up through that little portal in the heart of the foot. Shins slightly forwards, tops of thigh bones back, pubis and tail towards each other. Arms wide, breathe in, around and up. Turn palms to the sides of the room, soften knees, hinge from the hips, folding forwards, lead with the heart, bend your knees enough to bring your fingers down to the ground. Doesn't matter whether they're alongside or in front of your toes. Take a big stride back with your left leg. Lower your knee down to the floor, pad it if you need it. Check in, your front knee is right over your ankle or back behind it. Definitely not in front of it. If it's in front, wiggle your right foot further forwards so that your ankle is actively supporting your knee. Point your back toes to the back wall behind you. Remember what we did earlier in our cat-cow position. Point your big toes straight back and press the top of the foot down. Spread the back baby toe out and wide. Squeeze the back knee slightly forwards. Squeeze the front heel slightly back. Breathe in, bring the arms around and up. You can climb to front knee first if you like and reach all the way to the sky. As you exhale, bring the hands down to the floor. Tuck your back toes. Stay high on tented fingers. Lift your back knee. Stretch your left heel to the back wall, lift the inner thigh up, drop your right sitting bone down, move the heart forwards, take your right hand onto the back of your right calf, press the four corners of your right foot down and pull the calf muscle up. And notice what that does to the knee, how much stronger and more stable that front knee is when we've got the calf muscle switched on. Release the hand. Lift the hips, spring your feet together to the top of the mat. Bend your knees, drop your sitting bones. Look forwards, arms wide. Press into the four corners of your feet, breathe the belly back, hinge from your 
Same thing, other side. Inhale, arms around and up. Exhale, palms out to the sides of the room. Soft knees, hinge from your hips. Folding forwards, leading with the heart. Soft bend in your knees, please, as you go down. And fingers come to the earth. So bend the knees enough so you can do that. <clears throat> please take your right leg straight back. Big, big, long stride. And then lower the knee down to the mat. Pad it if you need it. Make sure with that front ankle it's underneath the knee or back behind it. Point your back toes straight back to the wall. And we want to point the toes straight back and spread the toes out. We don't want, you could even take a sneaky look back and make sure that your heel isn't flopping out and your toes turning in. Press the top of the foot down, and I know this um, is kind of hard work for a lot of us, but just do your best. Squeeze the front heel and back knee towards each other. You can climb up onto front knee, or if you're feeling stable, a big sweep all the way around and up to the sky. Palms face in towards each other, thumbs point back. Hands shoulder width apart. Great. Take an in-breath, and as you exhale, hands come down to the floor. Tuck your back toes under. Lift your back knee. Stay high on tented fingers onto the ground. Stretch your right heel back. Press into the four corners of your left foot. Drop your left sitting bone down. Lift the right thigh up. So it's a bit of a dance between the sides of the pelvis. Take your left hand onto the back of your left calf muscle. Pull it up as you press the four corners of your foot down. Feel the power in your calf and how much when we use the four corners of the feet and fire the calf muscle, how much extra support that gives your knee. Release your hand down. Lift the hips up a little bit higher. Spring the feet together to the top of your mat. <laughs> That's it. Some people going very springy. <laughs> Bend your knees, lower your sitting bones. Please make sure your knees are tracking straight forwards to your toes. Press into the four corners of your feet. Look forwards, arms wide. Inhale, hinge from the hips, power from the ground up. And exhale, hands to the heart. Great, well done everybody. Release your hands down. So we're going to come into a couple of poses now that are very, very familiar with, I'm sure, nearly everyone in the room. So we're gonna come into warrior two position and triangle pose. And these are prime poses for wonky knee alignment. Okay, so this is why I've chosen them. One, because we do do them a lot in our, in our practices, but also we can be prone to either collapsing, so not using muscle tone and locking out the joint and what we call hyperextending. And when we do that, we rely not on muscles, but we rely on ligaments. And we know that if we overstretch ligaments, they don't ping back. So we just are asking for unstable joints the more we do that. So <clears throat> it's prone to that and also for tracking the knee in a very healthy way. So we're going we're gonna to learn to do that in poses that we're very familiar with. So I don't know if we're odd or even numbers tonight, I haven't really counted, but um, we're going to get into twos because I'd like us to do one of us to be a resistance block for the other person. So you can turn to the person next to you. Uh, Linda, do you want to come down and work with Alison and then I'll work with you? Yeah. <laughs> Nice 
shore's edge of your mat. So all the way up. Wait, keep going, keep going, keep going. Another, another bit. That's my hip. Okay, is it? That's here. Let's bring the foot in a bit. <laughs> Let's bring, uh, not the, uh, bring the whole foot this way. So, <clears throat> so turn the leg out, but just walk the foot in this towards me. So bring the whole foot, the heel as well. <laughs> so bring this foot forwards. That's it, great. And now turn it out. Does that, that feel better? Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Spin your back heel back behind you a little bit. And so the heel spins back and the toes are going to slightly turn in. Does that feel okay? Yeah. Yep. Feel stable. Yep. All right, perfect. All right. So now what I'd love for you to do is assistance. Come around the front where you can see your friend's um, shin and knee. And ideally, we're going to make sure that the that second toe is lining up with the centre of the ankle like we've been doing. And as they bend their right knee now, so you can bend the knee, make sure it doesn't go beyond the ankle. And the knee is also tracking towards kind of the second toe. Everybody see that? Now, if your friend has a tendency to roll the knee in, if you can see their kneecap is rolling in towards the big toe, take your hand on the inside of their knee and just gently guide it over. Great. Keep your hand there like just a little um, bar so that they are not tempted to roll it back in. And then take your other hand onto the front of their shin. Now we're going to press like crazy into your shins, my warrior friends. And you are going to press your shins into our hands. Yeah, that's it. As you do that in your warrior position, can you feel all the muscles stabilised around your knee joint? Can you feel that? Great. Okay. Great. So that's the point. We're firing the car. Now, just one extra thing. Keep this action in your shin, the resistance. Feel like you're going to kick your right heel to your right bottom, to your right bottom. So feel like you're going to try and do that, but keep the power in the car. It's like a little Argentine tango little flip. That's what I like to think of it as. And then that will fire the hamstring. So we're supporting the knee from below and above. And everybody feeling that? Everybody feeling that power in your leg? Great. Let's go to the other side. Well done. <laughs> now you know how you're going to be so hard. Let's go to the other side. So our big scar shape and our left toes are going to go out to nine. away from you a little bit, and heel, 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 arch alignment, however best you feel stable. You can start to bend your left knee, and we're making sure, assistance, that that second toe is lined up with the middle of their ankle, and then we're looking at where the knee is tracking, making sure that it doesn't roll in. Sometimes... We just need to give our friend just a little reminder. We need to start to retrain muscles by keeping a bit of a restraining bar on the inside of the knee so it's not rolling in. People are more likely to roll the knee in than over roll out. So that's why it's, we're looking to make sure the knee doesn't roll in. Let's bring the hand on the front of the shin. Make your back leg stronger and longer and feel everybody in the warriors. We're going to press like crazy. <laughs> I think, I think I must have done something mean tomorrow because it's, it's really pressing. Really strong little legs. Great. Brilliant. Okay, and then so we're going to keep that. So we've got the calf supporting the knee. We've got the four corners of the feet supporting the knee. So now let's imagine we're going to do that little Argentinian tango flick. Heel to the sitting bone and feel your hamstrings now above supporting the knee and of course faster smooth the art is doing its little tracking job. Great. Let's release that everybody. Oh, my biceps just got a good workout. And, and then we're going to switch around. Okay, so nice big star shape. I'm a new warrior. 
So often, in, so in Warrior 2, we're going to be in this form, just like we were for a moment, knees bending that same form. And then we're slowly going to work to straighten the leg without snapping. We're going to do it nice and controlled, and then a little hinge hip. And that's as far into triangle as we're going. Because what tends to happen is everything gets tired, or the arch collapses, or we forget, and suddenly we're hyperextending. Can everybody see the difference between that and that? Muscle, no muscle. Okay? Don't, don't you try that, because it's not good for your ligaments, <laughs> but I'm just showing you the difference. And it, and it actually doesn't feel good on the back of my knees at all. Okay, but I just want you to see. So, let's take a nice wide stance along your mat. With the right toes pointing forwards to 90 degrees. I don't mind if you face the back of the room or the front of the room, it doesn't matter to me. Put your right toes turning forwards to 90. Your back heel spinning away from you. Heel, heel, or heel arch alignment. Get steady. Bend your right knee and make sure the knee doesn't overshoot your ankle. Remember how your friend trapped, first of all, the second toe into the middle of the ankle. Now we track the knee is not going forwards of the ankle and it's also rolling in the kneecap pointing towards the second third toe kind of area. Make your back leg stronger and longer, press the weight into big toe to outer heel. Imagine now that your friend is pressing into your shin, press down into the four corners of your right foot, feel the power in your calf. Take that little Argentinian tango flick up to your sitting bone and feel the power of your hamstrings. I can see everybody's hamstrings working really hard. Well done. Great. So feel that power there. And then let's take our hands onto our hips like we're like a little teapot. Look at your right big toe mound. Press it down. And then pre keep pressing it as you slowly work the leg towards straight without snapping it. We're going to do it really controlled. And for my friends who are snappers, who are hyperextenders, it's probably not going to feel straight for you. But just do your best to keep your muscles. Jane's laughing at me because we're fellows hyperextenders. As you slightly tip your pelvis to the right, you're hinging like a little teapot. Squeeze your feet together and then press them apart. And press into the right big toe mound more. Bend the knee. Hinge at the hip, come up. Good. And then let's turn it around to the other side. How did that feel? Going between the, can anybody feel how much yeah, your legs are working? Yeah, yeah. yeah, well that's great. That's what you should be feeling. Let's turn your left toes to 90. Spin your back heel away. Get steady before we start to do anything else. Heel, heel, heel arch, nice long stance, remember? And then bend your left knee, and we're going to align with second toe into the groove of the front of the ankle, align the kneecap, and sometimes remember what I said before, if I've got a weak arch on my left foot, so I like to lift my toes, and it really reminds me about the four corners. So you can experiment with that too, you just don't want to have grippy toes. Make your back leg stronger and longer, weight from big toe to outer heel. And then feel like your friend is pushing their hand into your shin. And we're feeling the power from below the knee in the calf muscle. Feel like we're going to do that little Argentinian tango flick and we're firing that hamstrings and we've got the quads actively engaged and the knee is tracking. Great. Well done, everybody. Look at your left big toe mound and press it strongly down and then without snapping slow control towards straight hands at the hips and then hinge as you drop the left side of your pelvis to your left thigh and you're just tipping like a little teapot great lovely Great, bend your front knee everybody, hinge to come back up from the hip, and hop your feet together. <laughs> everybody feeling their legs, good, 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 good. Okay, well done, let's give the legs a little break, and uh, just bring everything back, in, back into symmetry, please come down, lie onto 
your back. Remember that little um, baby bridge thing that we did earlier. We're going to come back and revisit that. So please come down and lie on your back. Have your knees bent. Heels just in front of your sitting bones. Backs of hands on the floor if that's comfy in your shoulders. Neutral curve in the back of the neck. So eyebrows and chin balanced. Slightly tilt your pelvis forward so that there's more weight in your tailbone, a little arch in your lower back. Keep that. Lift your toes and press into the four corners of your feet. And then lift your pelvis away from the floor, maintaining that little arch in your back. So we're trying to do this without the help of the glutes. Just releasing the QL a little bit. Good. And as we do that, try not to allow your knees to flare. We want to keep the weight even in the four corners of the feet. And we want to avoid the thrust of the pubis. So keep the sit bones hanging like a little hammock. Great, everyone. Lower your pelvis back down to the floor. And as the pelvis rounds, drop your knees apart, bring the soles of your feet together. Your hands onto the top of your thighs. And you can start to press the thighs away, like you're trying to press the thighs to the front of the room. Find a comfortable space for Shavasana. Extend your heels out to the front corners of your mat. Let your legs relax, toes can roll in or out. Or bend your knees, feet as wide as the mat. Drop the knees in together to support each other and allow your lower back to spread and lengthen. If you have a bolster handy, let your legs relax over your bolster. Your hands can rest alongside the body, or if it's more comforting for you, one palm on the heart, one palm on the belly. Find a neutral curve in the back of the neck. Feel free to support it with a blanket or pillow. The tip of the eyebrow, center and the chin, gently balanced and aligned. Close your eyes or soften your gaze. Find some space between your back teeth than your lips. Relax your throat and your tongue. Take a full breath in through your nostrils and a long sigh out of your mouth. Let the weight of your body descend into the great support of Mother Earth beneath you. The weight of your body heavy against the earth, knowing that you're being totally supported as the earth rises up to meet you and hold you. aware of the flow of your breath as it enters and leaves your body through your nostrils. Be aware of the four corners of your feet and the heart of the foot, the tala hiradaya, the heart at the surface of the foot. Imagine that portal opening and as you breathe in, draw in the stabilizing current of the earth through the heart of your foot, draw it upwards through your legs, through the whole length of the spine to the crown of the head and beyond. As you breathe out, feel the current of energy move down from the crown of your head all the way down and out through the soles of your feet. Breathing in vital strengthening energy all the way up from the soles of the feet to the crown and beyond. Breathing out from the crown of the head, down and out through the soles of the feet, resting once again in steady presence. Continue to watch the flow of your breath in this way, 
the physical body suspended in the great wave of the pranic current. So much of our practice today, emphasizing the physical form, creating balance and steadiness here. Knowing that as we do that, we're also creating an internal alignment, energetic space for the prana to flow freely through the subtle energy body. And as we create that spaciousness physically, we start to rebalance in all the realms of our being. So continue to rest in the flow of your breath. Each cycle bringing nourishment to all the cells of your body, allowing the muscles to remember their strength and power in the physical form. Bringing our physical form and emotional body into balance and equilibrium. Continue to rest here in the flow of your breath for just as long as feels good for you today. Thank you for practicing. May the light in me honor and bless the light in you. Namaste. Thank you.